pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. Um, I know nobody has really anything going on. A few hours ago, we were like, man, there's not a lot of stuff to talk about this week on the podcast. Well, we were wrong. Who listened to the new Limp Bizkit record? I'm, I'm four I songs did. in. Okay. That's about where you want to stop. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Are we in a time warp? Is it 2000 right now? What's going on? Um, I love. I thought the first couple songs had a good mix of $3 and Significant Other. And then as you go down the track listing, it goes into that really bad era that Brian liked, yeah. The Unspeakable Truth, and results may vary. So uh, I loved, I mean, I love, I mean, I, I mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was good, not great, but we have to remember this is a comeback record for Limp Bizkit. Kevin, what'd you think of it? I think your review was fresh. <laughs> I heard like, that one. <laughs> I heard that uh, one. And uh, what? I, I forgot my snacky poo for the, for the <laughs> podcast. Thing. But yeah, I, the first couple songs, you know, Dad Vibes was, was pretty cool. Uh, it did sound a lot like Sig Other and, and Chocolate Starfish. The one song like where it's back and forth was like, Limp Bizkit sucks. Oh, you really like them? It kind of reminded me of uh, when him and Jonathan Davis did that back in the day. Like, well, uh, okay, All so in the Family. All in the, fam- All in the, All family, the family was yeah. a song. What you're talking about is a skit. So there were- but It was like three and a half minutes long. I know, I know, because there was a skit and then there was a little yeah. bit of music, but- yeah, I, I thought the skits were a bit much, but the music-wise, I thought, I mean, there were some of those songs. I'm like, yeah, this After is good. The first five or so, too many, like, slow songs, too many, like, Fred trying to sing. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was good. Like, it was, it was, I liked it a lot better than I thought I would. I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah. And, Brian, you haven't got anywhere near it yet? No, no, I said I, I got through, like, the first four songs. Oh, oh, okay. So that's that's about it. But I, I did have a laugh because when I was listening to it, I was driving to pick up Harper from school. And it's me and all the other cars of parents. <laughs> and, like, and I thought to myself, I've been listening to these guys since 97. And if I ever would have imagined that here we are 24 years later, I'm sitting there in my little car. <laughs> Waiting to pick up my little sweetie pie from kindergarten, ah. listening to a new Limp Biscuit record, I would have fucking bonked myself on the head. So I'll give you a full review next week. But yeah, so far, uh, so far, it is what it is, right? Well, the last like four or five songs are in that era you love, the era that sucks. So you're probably gonna like give it the Grammy, give it the Grammy. <laughs> uh, okay, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right. Um, this week, uh, actually a couple hours before the recording, uh, there were some releases. And we're going to get into that after we get into what are you wearing. I was about to wear a shirt from a group that I think may have gotten released. I went. You know me. I'm, I'm no spoiler, no spoiler. So I'm the only one that doesn't know anything about the releases. So I went, instead of grabbing the shirt I was going to grab, I grabbed an old school Wolfpack shirt. NWO, running with the pack. Uh, you know, Kevin's favorite, K-Dog, Macho, Sting, 
you know, Luger and, and Big Sexy. Kevin, what do you have? I, uh, I, I'm kind of lengthy sometimes in my descriptions, but I was, got this as a sweet $5 deal the other, uh, the other week. And before Laura, my wife, she's like, summer's over. And it made me think of like wow. Brock to Hulk Hogan party's over grandpa. Like wow. <laughs> I'm wearing the, the yellow summer slam, uh, tie dye. Oh, okay. Five dollar deal. I should have got. Like yeah. 10. All right. Uh, Brian, my inside. Repeating? Yeah. My inside sources said that you were going with Wolfpack and we all know <laughs> that the Wolfpack sucks. So I got the original <laughs> black. And black oh. <laughs> Too sweet. Uh, Joe. Uh, I'm going with a current wrestler, which is shocking for me. It's the AJ Styles phenomenally done shirt. The gray, all right, phenomenally done, phenomenally done AJ Styles instead of phenomenal one. What are you wearing? Is phenomenally done because I want to get into these fucking releases. Brian, <laughs> start the list. Start the list. Eighteen. Wow. Whoa. Is that the most this calendar year? Because you know it was, it was March, April, May, June. And then now yeah. November, eight eighteen today. Uh, who knows? I'm, I am going to be refreshing Twitter to see if there's anything more breaking okay. news throughout wow, the night. 18. So I put these in order of like least recognizable to most recognizable. Okay, okay? Nice. so we'll start. Jeet Rama, don't know who that is. No. Who? Katrina Cortez. No. no who? Zeta Ramir. No. no idea. This is the first one that I knew. Uh, Jesse Kamea, and she was oh. in the, the Robert Stone brand NXT. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hanging with um, Frankie Monet. Uh, Trey Baxter, NXT. He was part of the, like, uh, what do they call that? The Breaking Star Tournament. So I at least knew who that was. Okay. Okay. Now we're getting into some, some guys, okay? Uh, the Lucha House Party is no more. Lindsay no! Dorado. Come on. Oh, party's over. Party's <laughs> over, Lucha. <laughs> no wow. Lindsay Dorado. No Grand Metal Leak. They're wow. both gone. Um, both those guys, I think, requested releases. So they were like, sure. Um, Harry Smith oh. made one dot com appearance. appearance. And yes. wow, okay. Unbelievable. Uh, Oni Lorkin. Wow. NXT mainstay, right? Tag champ with a one pine with uh, Danny Birch. B Fab from Hit Row. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. They just got called up. And that's what makes that group, I think, just an extra special is having that female dynamic. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think they need her. I think those guys are good on their own, but they are. Who's next? Who's next? All right. Frankie Monet. Wow. Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. Jesus. John wow. Morrison in the company. Like, how could this yeah. happen? Right. Scarlet. See, you know, good. Her. I mean, when she showed up in NXT and her, like, they treated her like a big deal. Absolutely. Right. Like, I'm not the only one that thought, like, her entrance felt like a big deal. But then, like I said, her first match, I was like, eh, nothing special. Like, they treated her like a big star but they never let her do anything right? Sure. in the ring. Well, okay. on, a, on a, uh, a show of fingers on a hand, how many matches do you guys think she actually wrestled in NXT? <laughs> uh, I think Three. four. Yeah. yeah it's, Three it's, or five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's it. Wow. Okay. Go flourish somewhere else. 
We've been yes. wondering where this person has been. Scarlet Bordeaux. Oh, damn. Not surprised. Scarlet Bordeaux. I mean, yeah. Because of where where has she been, right? Yep. Where has she been? Only fans. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Uh, we'll get yeah, into that if later. You wish. Yep. Um, <laughs> I do. Another one. Where have you been? Uh, a former member of Retribution, Mia Yim. Yeah. Again. You haven't okay. done anything, right? She was reckoning, it, right? In it's interesting that they are clearing these women out. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's more to come, bro. Oh, okay. Uh, 18, remember. Ember Moon released. She wasn't really doing anything when she went back to NXT. And with NXT 2.0, I don't think she's been on in two months, right? No, no, probably not. Okay. Eva Marie. No! <laughs> no! No! She's too big for one brand. <laughs> well, at least her shirts now will be $5 coming up very soon on that Black Friday sale. So, uh, Eva Marie. really? Yes, not really. Given a, not giving a chance at all to do anything of substance. Ooh. If you buy the shirt, will you please buy a wig? <laughs> my hair is pretty long so i mean i might be able to you know dye pink or something and a spirit halloween store should be uh still uh, on their last leg so Half maybe off. i can find a pink wig brian of 18 how many did you go through so far yeah we, we have three left three left. 15 down three to go uh this is a big one naya jacks no way and, and joe is his i can I, hear i, I can hear celebrate good times in, my, in the background right no well i finally got one right on my list of yeah. release <laughs> by the end of the year so i predicted it back in january yeah there's two more right two more two more and like i'm paranoid that two more are because joe and i have a six-pack bet oh that that's goes right till january right. you're safe uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Go ahead. Safe. Next one. Carrying cross. Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you do this? That you know, uh, such nonsense. Unbelievable. I am not entertained. Unbelievable. Get the, the last. The last one. The the one that of all the ones I can't believe they dropped the ball. Keith Bearcat. Lee, Keith this Lee is, is outstanding. Gone. This Keith is outstanding. Wolverine for... Lee is gone. Uh, Nittany Lion Lee, this is the best thing for him. Of the course absolute best. Because like I said last week, Shane Taylor is the key to rebuilding Keith Lee. The pretty boy killers from Ring of Honor. This is perfect. Now, do they all have 90-day non-competes, 30 days? Is there any At news least, on those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frankie Monet, Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie, how we pronounce it? She did say, "See you in thirty days." Uh, I think Scarlett did the same. So, Scarlet you know, most of these are NXT names. There's, you know, yeah. probably four to five of the main roster guys, like the Lucha House Party, uh, maybe Cross, Naya for sure. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of them are on the thirty day, thirty uh, day holdout, and then they're they're back on whatever indie scene, whatever promotion they can be. I am, I'm surprised, but I mean, does anyone want to take a bet on what I'm going to say next? Because I say the same thing every time there's a set of releases. Good. For this them. is probably better yeah. for everybody. Yeah. yeah. They're not it getting is. used by WWE. And if this was 2015, it'd be a whole other story. 
But yeah. now there are places to work and these people can flourish. So, um, Kevin, what did you think of all of this? Like we had heard earlier in the day, there might be some releases, but yeah. you can only that maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. It obviously happened. What do you think of all this? Uh, John Laurinaitis did come out and basically you, you touched base on it, you know, budget for budget cut reasoning, you know, saving money. There's a lot of people like Brian was going off the list. Didn't know who they were. Uh, some good NXT. Wow. You know, Oni, like he's a tough guy. He always reminded me of like, kind of like Cesaro tough. Uh, or but they didn't cut Danny uh, Birch. Oh, that's true. That's interesting. Maybe. Well, that's true. Yeah, they didn't. Or no. wait, was Birch the one that they were trying to recruit to Imperium? Hmm. Remember, I don't know if that was so. old NXT or new NXT, but um, uh, Keith, you mentioned Keith Lee. I, I'm I'm happy. Like I, he hasn't done anything for me in in a long time. Like he he looked tough a couple weeks ago and and looked good, but I don't know. I'm glad he got himself together with with his his health problems and he and he came back and he looks he looked he looked great. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Kick butt. Killer cross. Right. Not. Uh, uh, Carrion, Killer Cross, Scarlet, go somewhere else. BB Stars, Ember, never, never was a big fan, and and then and then long the list is long uh, of of others. But do you guys think there could be another day of releases? You know what? A lot of releases happen on Fridays to yeah. you know let it sit through the weekend. I mean, at this point, I don't say. know who who would be left. I mean, if you. Mm -hmm. Can you think of anyone that wasn't cut that you think thought probably would have? I'll tell you the two that I thought was going to get cut, which I didn't wear their shirt, was the Viking Raiders. I love oh, those guys. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought they yeah. were going to be cut. That's why I didn't wear the shirt. So I was it's like, oh. yeah, I mean, I mean is there anybody to, you can... You start to think about like, okay, now that we've had a week or, or two shows now for maybe each brand after the draft, like who hasn't been on yet? So yeah, Viking Raiders fits that. You know, I, I think a name Old that all Cross, Keith Lee. I mean, they have right. Been on. They weren't on this uh, past week. Um, AJ Styles hasn't been on. Yeah, Edge Dan hasn't been on, but he's not going to get released. No, no. Uh, Dana Brooke is one of them. I'm always like, yeah, you're still around, you know. But, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's big. The, the ones that we talk about with all those that I think are the most shocking are just cross and keith lee just because like if you rewind like to a year ago they were the man in nxt cross and scarlet the entrance so money keith lee he was double champ in nxt i i think i said it in my um five count of like dream matches for the brand uh, uh the draft keith lee and brock i'm like you can make this a match and it's it's all gone so those are the ones that hurt I think that I just, I still just boggles my mind happened. Let, so let we think ask. all this. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. Uh, I, I go ahead, hold on, hold on. Let, go ahead, Kevin. What were you going to ask? Joe probably has something way more smart sounding uh, than, than I was going to say. Not really. Probably okay, not. I was going to say. <laughs> be a first. Over or under, all of us put together, how many discount shirts will we buy on WWE.com? I'll buy Eva go, Marie. They'll, they'll go, what, seven bucks? Maybe six ninety nine, and I just they're going to throw in a holiday deal. Yeah, Black Friday's coming, so that's usually a buy oh, one get one free. Yeah. And then they might do 
uh, at Survivor Series, like a 50% off belts and shirts or something. Um, realistically, though, I'll buy the Eva Marie shirt. I just looked. It's, it's still full price. Keith Lee, still up full price. Um, I don't really think any, do, do any of those other guys have shirts? Right. Guys and girls uh, have Karen shirts? Yeah, maybe house, is there still a lucha house party shirt with like a sombrero it's like the in your house logo yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Logo. <laughs> sure let's, let's take see. a look take a look <laughs> that's a collector's uh, item well the issue i have with all the releases and this is going to shock you um too many of the women got released there is wow. i think they pretty much have uh Establish that the women's revolution is going to be taking a hiatus for a while because no. there are only four women that they care about, and that's it. Two on each show. They're gonna they're gonna feud forever. What's the point? I think the we need to just accept the fact that the women's wrestling is going to have to be Charlotte, Becky, of course, Bianca, of course, of and course, Sasha. and then when Bailey, Bailey returns back, she'll be bye bye Bianca. And no, it's going to be Bailey. I think Sasha. I say I think the B- four plus Oscar think- plus Bianca. There's six. But that's mm-hmm. but that's that's what my big issue was. I mean, besides the fact that Karrion Cross had absolutely no shot, he got this is on night one. We know this, but this is the best for him and Scarlett. Keith Lee has been ruined. I mean, Jason, you called it back earlier in the year. It's like I wish Keith Lee would talk like a human. Now yeah. he might be able to again. Yeah, maybe. Instead of talking <laughs> like this. Well, okay, here's the deal. We let's just round up to 10. 10 women in the women's roster, main roster on WWE. This makes total sense to get rid of the tag belts and oh. unify the women's title. Isn't that a step backwards? I don't think so. I, I think do. that if, if they're cutting all these women anyway and they're just going to have the best of the best, then – or maybe you do it in some weird uh, winner-take-all. Who, who are the women tag champs right now? I don't even know. Rhea, and Nikki. Rhea Ripley oh, and yeah. Nikki A.S.H. You know the two that were champion a couple months ago? Okay. <laughs> Rhea and Nikki defend in a winners-take-all match against Charlotte and Becky. Charlotte and Becky win the tag belt. Then at Survivor oh, Series, that, that's gonna that's gonna make the women's uh, revolution even better. Where it's the same people winning all the time. Well, they're, 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 these are the people that have the belt. Asshole, <laughs> can only go with what I'm working with here. So then Becky and Charlotte have the winner, legit winner takes all at Survivor Series, and they take the tag belts and they get rid of them. Yes, that's how you do it. That is how you do it. And if you're wondering, Lucha House Party does have a shirt on shop. It's the In the Fire t-shirt. It's not the uh, house rep, you know, whatever. So um, Saw a little of that last night, Kev. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do we think these talents are going to go, Brian? Any, I mean, you don't have to name off all 18, but if, if you got a couple, that if you think they're going to end up certain places, go yeah, right ahead. I mean – Taya makes total sense for impact again. You know, she just wrapped up there seemed like over the summer. So, you know, she can, she can fit back in right away there. Um, And as far as I think, you know, Keith Lee 
AEW cross and yeah. Scarlet. They had a big run in impact, I think right before that. So I see a lot of, uh, you know, uh, home reunions, so to speak to the promotions. Uh, Joe, where do you think some of these people are going to end up? Ember moon will go to AEW to help the women's division. I can see okay. that happening. Yeah. Uh, I can see, I could also see Keith Lee going to, uh, AEW. Those are like really the only two I would want to go to AEW. Everyone else, uh, Impact, uh, maybe throw a couple GCWs in there with uh, Oni Lorcan, him yeah. versus uh, because uh, Cardona said I'll fight you for the Internet Championship, and he said it was on, so we could get another GCW main event right there. Uh, yeah, it's everyone else. They'll they'll pick up somewhere. I think Cross could end up in Impact for the obvious reason. I think he could do some stuff in Japan. Yeah. Um, I mean, w- years ago, do you guys remember when the inner circle had Jeff Cobb as their like bounty hunter? Yeah. I think it was against yeah. Mox. I originally had thought Cross would be great in that role. He's like a, you know, a, a hired a, gun, a hired gun, you know, you know, an assassin. Uh, Keith Lee. Like a hitman. Yeah. Like a hitman. Yeah. Like, like a hitman, not the hitman. Oh, hitman. Um, Keith Lee, you know, like I said, he needs to put, get back in with Shane Taylor. Pretty Boy Killers, Shane Taylor Promotions. This is how this has got to happen. This is what Keith Lee needs. And as far as the women, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Taya ends up in AEW to help the women's division with Ember. And I know you're going to like, you know, hate me, Joe, but I think Nia Jax could end up in AEW. Yeah, I mean, you know, I told the story. My wife thought yeah, Nyla Rose was Nia Jax. We can get the, really get the Nia versus Nyla collision <laughs> Nia versus that Nyla your wife has dreamed of. <laughs> no, it's going to be wife. like that Spider-Man comic. Who, yeah. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll see what happens. Best of you luck, know. everyone. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, like guys, the future endeavors. Yeah, we this is the time to get let go because you can get your own merch on pro wrestling tees or what a maneuver.net, or, you know, you can get work, you know, and you can work the Indies. Your, your rate for the Indies now has gone up extensively. So, uh, you know, good luck to everybody moving forward. Now, uh, earlier this week, we had heard from Tony Khan that John Moxley had decided to go to rehab. Now this came as a, a surprise. I mean, I didn't, Brian, you sent me this late Yeah, Tuesday yeah. night. I figured everybody was asleep, but I knew you'd be up due to West Time's Coast parts unknown time. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was just breaking real late on Tuesday night. So I got the tweet from Tony Khan. And, and if you're watching on YouTube, it'll show up on the screen here in a second. John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts his focus to recovery. Uh, Wednesday, Renee Paquette, a.k.a. You know, Renee Young, uh, tweeted, thanks for this outpouring of support. John is every bit of the badass we all know him to be. I couldn't be more proud of him for getting the proper help he needs and being given the space to put his health first. Couldn't possibly love this man more. Now, they just had a kid this year. Um, 
And I, I'm, I'm not a parent, but I would imagine when you have a kid, you want to get your shit together and put it best foot forward. Kevin, Brian, you have kids. Yeah. I mean, did not necessarily to this extreme, but when you guys had kids, was that like, okay, I've got to be the, the best dad, the best guy, the best person uh, after your kids were born? I think at first I just said I didn't want to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you but, failed there. How, how, right, how do I, how do I follow that? But I, I, I would. Yeah. You, you hit it on the. You hit it on the nose, right? You, you have a kid. You have to be almost like a larger than life, and he's already larger than life, right? His personality in the ring is just like that. That's your number one, and I'm just happy that he, he, he made the decision to get better. That's mm-hmm. that's key. That's that's a big step because there's a lot of people who don't. Especially right. in, in, in his spot, because, you know, the tournament's going on, you know, in, in, in such a thing with professional wrestling, it's, it's, I'm just glad he, he made the choice and decision for him and his family. That's, that's big. Brian, you've got two girls, you know, yeah. was there that, that, that moment of clarity where it's like, okay, I, I gotta be the guy here and, you know, do what I need oh, to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, for sure. You know, your, your priorities just change when that happens and it's not something that you can prepare for, but whatever, you know, it happens just naturally of the roles and responsibilities of being a dad. So um, yeah, I mean, who, who knows, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a wild time also because his book just came out. Like, I feel like Renee, like the day before was like, my husband wrote a book and go get it and everything. And it's like, now this happens. And it's like, wow, like what, what has it really been going on that just, you know, this was the day that he finally decided um, to go get the help. But, you know, like you said, glad, glad he recognized it. I'm sure that, you know, you would think that yeah, extra stresses at home, having, a newborn and, and living the life that he lives, you know, certainly could be something that could spiral out of control. Sounds like he recognizes it and uh, is doing the proper steps to, to get back on track. The book came out Tuesday morning. Yeah, there you go. The tweet the went Tuesday out night. Tuesday night. Yeah, geez, right there. And then on Wednesday, he was on Jericho's podcast. Obviously, this was recorded right. a while ago. It was about to promote the book and everything. And I got the book. And it's, it's, it's a very different wrestling book it's not you know it's not the typical and what i found most interesting was they wanted him to write one in wwe and he wasn't comfortable with it and then when brian danielson ended up at aew he had said to him hey uh if you had a if you if it was you had another chance would you write that book that wwe presented to you and daniel brian danielson said no i wouldn't have written it so it's very interesting you know, what the WWE wants you to, to find out about these guys, whereas what Mox wrote, it was the he, he joked and said on the Jericho podcast, it was the least edited book in history. So uh, listen to the podcast after you listen to this. It's a really good listen. It's about an hour. Uh, pick up the book. I plan to get into it a, a little more this weekend. It's not a very thick book, but it's it's it, it's I just can't wait to get into the triple h stories the brody lee chapter like i'm I'm really pumped about this uh but what i wanted to talk about was cm punk on dynamite very heartfelt because surprise punk had something to say on wednesday 
Um, very heartfelt, but he made it about his story with WWE. And that kind of was just like, come on, man. Just, you know, not necessarily let it go, move on, but this isn't the time to try to, to throw a rock at WWE. You guys watch Dynamite, right? You know what I'm talking I about. Yeah, I I'm, know I'm, exactly what you're what talking a, about. What's and Okay, I didn't – maybe I didn't he, catch the sh- – I, I mean, I, I know he said, like, I like I should have asked for help or I know the, where he was alluding to, but is that is that where you guys are alluding yes. to, Jay? Okay. If you if you if you're in a situation where you're hurt and you're sick, yeah, like I was help, in. Okay, got it. Yeah, it was that. Okay, and it all was, right, was, gotcha. Was I was like, I was conflicted on that because yes, he did turn around and make it about him. However, he also gave it coverage and gave a platform for it. So he used mm-hmm. his voice that he knew people would listen to. To yeah. Give. So I'm not hating on it. I was a little bit going, okay, typical CM Punk uh, promo where he has to do a dig, but he did give his voice as a platform for something more important than his own ego. So I'm going to say, you know what, I'm giving him a pass and a bravo for it. Last uh, Wednesday night, the C stood for cringe because that's what I did when I heard him go in about himself. But enough about that. I wanted to talk about John Moxley. In the two years since he has left WWE, I w- Dean Ambrose did nothing for me. Joe, I feel like you'd be the guy to have a Dean Ambrose t-shirt. Am I right? No, no, but I have a John Moxley t-shirt. Okay. I buy an Ambrose Asylum one. Because I, okay, so too, I assume you'd have been too, the one. He was too fake crazy. Yes. I liked him. Uh, you like do you fringe. like Dean Ambrose? Like, what does that even oh, yeah. mean? Because I remember, I remember when we were at uh, uh, Brian's wedding. Me and Joe were in uh, uh, the hotel room, and we were talking about like our favorite or who we think would be like the biggest star of the Shield. Yeah, and, we and, said Ambrose. And I said was, Ambrose. We, Ambrose was the Sean. I said Roman was Diesel, and Rollins was Razor. Mm-hmm. When it came to like the click. Nice. That's what I can. You guys were doing your own five count ten years. Yeah, we we were (laughs) practicing the five count seven years ago. You know, the podcast was born the night of your wedding, Brian. That's right. Maybe they were just getting ready. You know, practice Practice show. Yep. Um. Yeah. So John Moxley, though, I was at Double or Nothing when he came down the steps right behind, and ever since I'm just, I he is an attraction to me now. Like I want to watch him wrestle. I want to hear wild thing. You know, he ran right by us at Revolution. The stuff he's doing on the indies, the GCWs, you know, just showing up wherever. The, the, the Josh Barnett blood sport. I think that what he has done in two years is uh, no one will ever duplicate. It, right? I mean, you, is there anybody that you think could do what he has done? He just has that unique... You know, the, the timing was just perfect for him where the, the promotion AEW was launching like the <laughs> weekend or like week after he left WWE. And I think if AEW wasn't around, he still 
would have had this amazing life of doing all these indie promotions, doing New Japan, and would be, it seems like, be perfectly content and happy doing that. And, uh, you know, by proxy would gain even more popularity. Um, AEW was just almost like the icing on the cake for him of just still being able to have that national platform with the TNT show and everything that it just all fell into place. And so, yeah, I, I feel like he's an anomaly. An outstanding second act that I don't think will yeah. ever be touched. Kevin, what do you think about Moxley in the last two years? I, I, Brian brought up a really good point of him going to AEW. I think part of the reason why he's flourished so much in AEW is because it was kind of before they started bringing in so many new and more, so many, you know, updated roster. The roster is getting so much bigger. He was, you can say XWWE because that's what you mean. <laughs> he was, because he was a big fresh. He was a big fish in a, in a big pond, but he didn't get lost in the shuffle. Like I, I remember when he walked by us, dude was jacked, right? Uh-huh. I didn't realize how big, big he was. Like I liked him as Dean Ambrose. I liked him when he was crazy, but like we got like badass, mm-hmm. <laughs> except for the whole uh, death match with, with Kenny. But besides that, fault. Besides that uh, just, I, I've never seen myself root for so many uh, uh, guys, you know, that that quit WWE because I, I want to root for all guys in AEW, right? Guys I didn't know or guys that uh, uh, came there from WWE. But I, lo- I love Mox. I hope he gets better and comes back and kicks some ass. One, one guy I was going to say that I think does have a chance, and I wasn't a big fan of him, like I said earlier in the show, what if Keith Lee had that huge run? Like left and just was remarkable. I, I was expecting you to say MJF. Oh, he's already there. He's already there. If oh, um, oh, it, oh, it just oh. depends if Keith Lee can actually talk like him. That that's big too. Because Mox Mox, he he's believable when he talks. He's a little can crazy, you, yeah, yeah. But I believe that he believes everything that he says. And that's the crazy. When thing. when the time comes for him to return, do you want a surprise or do you want a? Coming next Wednesday, it's the return of John Moxley. Surprise. What surprise? For the first time in seven weeks. John, no, we don't want that <laughs> surprise. And surprise. the thing about Moxley when he came into AEW for me was the fact that he he was appointment television. He was must watch. He was must see. <laughs> no matter what he did, it was like it was entertaining. So that you didn't get that with Ambrose. Can you imagine what the pop's gonna be like when he comes back? It's, it's a surprise. It's this is gonna be Cena at the Rumble, Triple H after the quad tear. This is going to be fucking huge. So uh, What's after full gear? Full gear, and then there's one in Jen, uh, February, March, it'll be Revolution. Oh, yeah, Revolution. And then Double or Nothing. And then, you know, back back around the, around the pipe. So yeah. hopefully he takes his time, Fight takes for the some poem. time off with his, with his daughter. Uh, and just just relaxes at home and then shoot if we don't see mox till a month or two into next year that's perfect so revolution yeah, yeah. revolution yeah perfect i i went through the i went down the rabbit hole tuesday night after brian sent the text i was watching all of his entrances you know you know with wild thing because that is the best entrance song like you know they did the trogs version one time when he was wrestling the guy from new japan but you know, X's version of Wild Thing is such a the perfect entrance song uh, for Moxie. But we all wish uh, Mox the best 
you know, get better, you know, take care uh, of yourself and the family. And then we'll see, uh, hopefully, you know, March, April of uh, 2022. So uh, we're going to touch a little bit on dynamite. I had mentioned CM Punk's promo. Uh, We got the inner circle against American top team and the men of the year. Um, This whole thing has been a a giant clusterfuck in my opinion. I mean, Dan Lambert's cool, but the rest of them terrible, including Paige Van Zandt, who, if you know her from her MMA career, she wasn't very good. She has one highlight scissor kick win, uh, but she's more known for her Instagram. You know, she takes really good Instagram pictures. Cute girl. And she's, and she's on Dancing with the Stars, I think, right? Yeah. There's, you know, there's she, that's, that's her. She, um, in recent weeks, she's tried to talk. She hasn't been very good. But this past Wednesday, she wants to take on all five of the inner circle by herself. She had to have an IFB in her ear. Someone feeding her the line. Because she has never <laughs> spoken that well. Um, the jokes wrote themselves. They did, yeah. Now, did you guys have any that you blurted out as it was happening? Because I had one, and I tweeted about 15 times hoping it would stick, but it's not sticking. I just, I just, I watched it, and it was like, just like the whole crowd, that's like when she's saying it, and you know that Jericho's coming up next, that you just go, oh, here it comes. I was just going too I easy. Just, too yeah. easy. Yeah, too yeah, easy. That's, I was that's like, oh, she is. Too and easy. I, didn't too Jericho easy. say this? He's like, wow, this wrote itself. Or he said, yeah, he even said, he's like, yeah. the jokes wrote himself. I yeah. hope that they, that's I great. hope it ends up on her OnlyFans and I hope it's called In Her Circle. Yeah. Very well Nothing. made. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I don't know if she'll actually be in the match, but. The MMA guys just don't work for me. I love and I love MMA and, and the UFC and all that shit, but this just doesn't doesn't work for me. But Paige Van Zandt definitely uh, got over, you know, for her thing. But what I found interesting too, uh, people online were complaining about Jericho slut shaming Paige oh, for having an OnlyFans, and I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like you know, they've been making jokes about American Top Team, like who's the top, who's on the top. Uh, you know, the whole time. And then, uh, you know, obviously third Wednesday, you know, people were starting to say Jericho slut shaming and all this stuff. And I think that's bullshit. That's just a little over a little too, uh, too sensitive. So you're trying to tell me that people on the internet overreacted in a negative way. I know it's crazy. I cannot believe it. Wow. The world people, people should never go watch the attitude era then. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I think about that too. like, uh, I, like all this he, Stephanie McMahon promo. Right, right. That's what yes! I was thinking. Just, was Vince approved and Stephanie what? loved? Yeah. Dirty, if you were rotten, offended. Filthy, disgusting, bottom-feeding, trash bag hoe. If you were offended by the, the Jericho page, Van Sant stuff, please Google Chris Jericho, Stephanie McMahon, Attitude Era, and uh, enjoy the TED Talk. Um, Catching... <laughs> Cody versus Andrade was really good. I enjoyed uh, that. Even with the interference at the end, I thought it was a great match. And then uh, some follow-up from last week, we had talked about the potential for an AEW network. Uh, this, of course, was on the heels of, of Ring of Honor and the tape line, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about AEW's network. Tony Giovanni came out this week, and he said that most likely by the end of 2022, there will be an AEW streaming network. Now, somebody had said uh, to Tony Khan, 
um, will AEW become part of the HBO Max library? I guess Warner and Turner have some connection to that. And I get, and Tony Khan's like, when they come up with a lot of money, we'll be on HBO Max. So most likely this will be an independent AEW product like New Japan World, AEW, or uh, WWE Network, um, which I think is best. You know, we plus. see what's happened to the network on Peacock. So hopefully that will not happen. Yeah, I never watch it. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I used to go on the network all the time. Like, oh, there's a new Chronicle. There's a new 24. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Miss so. Miss those. You get the, uh, the Austin uh, Broken Skull Sessions. Every, yeah. And, and you get the, the pay-per-views. And that's kind of about it regularly, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Sad. Um, and then uh, some in-ring stuff. What do you guys think of uh, Kofi Kingston being knighted by Xavier Woods? <laughs> he had pretty uh, cool it shoes. Fits. It fits. Yeah. It fits the character. It fits, it fits the storyline. It just fits. Where do you think this goes? Oof. Brian? I hope it goes to... Xavier just being so over the top that Kofi goes, <laughs> hey man, like cool it, and that they fight. I don't think it's gonna like, happen. Just bigger than Kofi Mania. Well, oh yeah, right, right. I, I just, I just, yeah, I, I, I think that you know, happy go lucky Xavier and Sir Kofi and, and like their jolly merry way can only go so far, but I want Xavier to be like, shine my shoes, Sir Kofi, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and yeah. Kofi's like, like, really, man? Like, yeah, I'm the king. Like, I, let, let's get some of that eventually. So you want Kofi to be Virgil? In theory. Charmel and King Booker, and he's like, I'm sick of being Charmel. I mean, that could happen too. Kevin, yeah. what do you think of the knighting? I thought, I thought it was I thought it was funny. I like I like I mentioned. I think the coolest part of it was just I, I don't know why, but I'm I'm just looking at the shoes that wrestlers are wearing to the rings like all the time now. They're because they're they're sweet. I can never Jordans. afford them. Uh, but they're like they're like sweet looking Jordans that I've never seen before. Uh, I thought it was funny. That that yeah. That that's that's all I really have is I like the Golden Girl funny, reference goofy. because of how much he loves the Golden Girls. True. True. I hope this breaks up the new day officially. No, it won't. No, no, because I want those going to face. They have to. They have five more years of feuding. <laughs> Hopefully, the Viking Raiders will get that push now that they didn't there get let go this week. Um, uh, yeah. How about this? As of this recording, Still Woods. Time. Oh yeah, true. Uh, Woods versus Kofi versus E at day one. Sure, I like it. I think it's more the of, Ustos at day one ish. What'd you say, <laughs> Brian? You're so convinced. You're so convincing that you're interested in that match. You're like, sure, let's see it. Why not? Sorry, no. <laughs> my dad just. I want to see conflict eventually. Yeah, me too. Day me one too. sounds good. The, just like the Usos, they've been down since day one, right? Let's ish. go. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, last week on SmackDown, Roman Reigns not there. Brock Lesnar fined a million dollars, um, which is what an appearance for him. The, that's what Bully Ray <laughs> said. Yes, that's um, And then, of course, there you know the Paul Heyman side of this. No Roman on SmackDown. Brock gets fined, 
and then they go to Heyman for com- comment, and he really commented. I didn't think he would uh, go that far, but um, we've got. Where, where do what do you guys think? Where is where is this going to go? What's going to happen with Paul Heyman? Is Paul Heyman a good guy? Is Paul is Brock Heyman Brock Lesnar a good guy? What do you think is going to happen? We'll start with you, Joe. Paul can never be a good guy. No. No, I think it's it's kind of like the whole when Bobby the Brain was sort of teetering towards good in WCW. You don't want to cheer Paul Heyman. So whoever he's with is going to be the heel in this feud. So hmm. it's going to be Roman for a while. I think he's just going to keep teasing the Brock Lesnar till Mania. And he's going to decide with whoever they decide and post mania, who's going to be the heel. Do you think they're going to make Roman? It should be Roman. They're going to turn. You think they're going to turn Roman? Yeah. I think he's going to get too many cheers now by mania that they'll turn him and Brock will go back to being the monster heel. Huh? As in Roman being monster heel. No, Roman's going to go back to being face. Oh, gross. No. (laughs) <laughs> Icky. but still with the, the table gimmick <laughs> yucky <laughs> Bro, uh, we call uh, it a tootie we call it a tootie <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NFL picks will be coming we'll up get here, a, we'll uh, get to that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and then um, Shotzi Blackheart turned over a new leaf she beat the shit out of uh, Sasha yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that every day yeah, she's mean. She looked good. Like I, I like. This is the thing. I, 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 usually like the bad guys, right? I like, I like the heels. Doesn't matter if you're a man. Doesn't matter if you're a woman. Doesn't matter if you're non-binary. I got nothing. Not, nothing against anyone who, who, who likes to be a bad guy. I like Shotzi when she was a face. I did. I, I love Shotzi. I thought her, her tank in NXT was cool. Against NXT, I thought she was fun. She looked badass when she was beating down Sasha. She looked. Badass, not smiley. Like she has like a what nationality is Shotzi? I don't know. I don't know. She, like werewolf, like a, a, a mix of something. But like Thanks. she just looked mean. Plus she's, I, I think she's she's pretty good looking. Not gonna lie. But like what you looked, no way. She just looked mean, like super mean. I I love the flip. I love the. She's uh, American, Kevin. Oh, thanks. She is American. And so her name I, is. But I'm like I'm Ukrainian. That's what I. Oh, mean. she's Filipino American. Oh. Uh, her is name the is green Ashley. Hair real? <laughs> uh, it doesn't say here if it match if the you know carpet matches the rug, but or the Isn't drapes match rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it says her name's Ashley Louise Urbanski. So, and uh, yeah, so she, She's a Filipino American, but does this make Sasha a good guy? Because that's not going to work. That's never worked. I agree, Jay. But does she have to be? Because Charlotte is the heel. Doesn't it have to be someone? Why? Why can't there be lots of bad guys? Well, there's only like four women left on SmackDown, so they can't all be heels. (laughs) Even though Kevin would prefer it, like I just like heels. Hey, Tamina's still here, isn't she? Oh she did God. not get cut. Oh, Tamina survives. Wow. Mama wow. Mia. Natty no too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nat, Natty's set for life. She is because yeah. she is the PR WWE dream of doing any interview and talking about my uncle Brad and 
You sent about her basements being painted with a big mural of Brett J. Yeah. So she and she's fine, right? Like she's amazing in that role, absolutely. So she she's ain't going nowhere. Which is weird because her talking in the ring on the mic sucks. Yeah. Terrible. But yeah, she's a PR dream though. I think every yeah, every interview, yeah. like back where remember when the network used to do like like WWE top 10 countdown and like top <laughs> yeah. 10 tag team. Like they'd always have her on to talk about, well, the Islanders were really good because, you know, what I mean, <laughs> right. you used to always say about Yeah. <laughs> she was great at us. So yeah, she's, she, she ain't going anywhere, but Tamina survives. Wow. Get your shirt now. Uh, does she have merch? You know, I guess I can pull that up too. Uh, let's she, get get her first, she got her first merch after media. Um, NXT was uh, pretty good. I didn't. I, I kind of fast forward it. And here's what's really crazy. So I was busy Tuesday and I couldn't watch it live. And normally I try to stay off of. I try to stay off the internet because I don't want to be. I don't want it to be ruined. And I and I had to look for something, and it ended up that. I was under the impression that Braun Strowman showed up at NXT. Oh. And I was panicky because there was a picture and it was about how he's dating Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. Okay. I was paranoid that Braun Strowman showed up at NXT. And I'm like, <laughs> no. So all day, I'm like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm at work and I'm driving and I, I started, I'm sorry, I got to watch NXT you know, before Thursday. And I'm like, I don't want to see Braun Strowman on NXT. And luckily he wasn't. So I'm glad I was wrong. Uh, NXT was uh, pretty good, and I'm so glad I'm getting the the female, the dominant female faction of Toxic Attraction. They, they're so badass, and you know, Mandy probably needs some more work on the mic. I don't know the solo uh, promo was definitely not the greatest. Um, Dakota Kai is she kind of like a like a superhero now? Like, did you guys notice her pose when she came out? She was like like Black Widow. Oh, she all, she's always like done that. Really? Mm, that little like where she gets down on like one knee and like does it. I just or does like a I, Shawn Michaels leg on the outside pose, and but she had this little like eye face paint makeup thing going on. Well, I don't know. Just, I just thought it was she, weird. What she did post match was weird too. So I don't know what yeah. what's going on. And then my guy Andre Chase, who I thought was in the midst of a. Austin 316 promo moment. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. He he got me sold on on uh, that and, one on Tuesday. And 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 he has the student section. Fucking yeah. genius. <laughs> the students. I love Andre Chase. And uh when that Black Friday sales rolls around, I may buy the Chase U. Uh he got beat down by Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. And then the main event. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, Jay. That's a teachable moment as we've learned ah. from Andre Chase. Yes, yes. Life is full of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so good. So, so good. And then uh, main event, Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis lose to Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. There was that little tease of uh, Ciampa and Gargano as they were passing, which I thought was cool. And those were two people that I thought may have gotten released uh, when I talked about the, the six-pack bet earlier. It also came out this week that Kyle O'Reilly's contract's up soon. So, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I thought he could be Shawn Michaels, and you all like <laughs> said that wasn't going to fucking happen. But not even Marty I mean, Gennetti. if if yeah. he if he if he leaves, is it a huge loss, Kevin? Oh, big, 
big. He's going. He will be the fastest AEW signing of of anybody. I saw. I saw like a uh, 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 somebody put like a uh, not a meme because it wasn't funny, but it was just like a collage, and it was like so like young bucks and Kenny. And then on the other side, it's like, what if Adam left them? And then you see Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, and it's just like, huh, that would be kind of kind of fun to see them kind of, uh, how can I say, reunite in AEW. But then I also think, like, have him go to AEW, him and Fish get all excited, and then Adam, like, turn on him and say, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, <laughs> something, something, like, something like that. It, it opens up, I think. Kyle, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like NXT's failed him because he, he they they made him look so tough and then like had him wear like the fedora and cool Kyle, like, cool Kyle, look, look weird, weird, very weird. I mean, I think the 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 Von Wagner part, like I said, I think this could be a Sean and Diesel situation if given the right the right creative and you have Sean there. Like, come on, it's not that hard. And then before we get into this week's five count, Brian, I'm I'm kind of bummed. Uh, you kind of let me down this week on Twitter. We all knew when Kevin Owens said it might be three years, it might be three months. <laughs> all the internet people were like, oh, my God, he's going to AEW. <laughs> and you tweeted it. I did. Oh, Brian, Brian, Brian. Stirring up the pot. Uh, you just took the bait. True. Yeah, I True. don't know, but. I don't think he's. You know, WWE laid off eighteen people so they can bring out more money on the contract. (laughs) (laughs) I I was that meme of uh, the the office of oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! (laughs) When when KO dropped that line of like, what's the? He's talking about his contract. What you didn't have the gif of Cody? Oh yeah, yeah, oh that's appropriate too. Yep. I was sitting on the couch and I I was just like, are you fucking kidding? Like, come on. (laughs) Yep. But I mean, I guess if you're him, you have to do that type of shit. But there's a fan. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Don't need to see that. So I mentioned the five count, and we probably should have done this last week, but uh, we're a little slow here. Uh, this week's is uh, the top five celebrity cameos. And I'm not talking like the one we got Kevin for his birthday. <laughs> that would have been number one. That wrestling podcast presents the five count. We do it every week. It is the five count. And uh, this week it's the top five celebrity cameos. Not like the Bret Hart one that we gave Kevin for his birthday, but, you know, celebrity appearances in the world of professional wrestling. So, Joe, we'll start with you this week. What is your five count? Okay, I tried to keep mine to one-time appearances, not appearances, and then they did a storyline for like a month. Mm, Okay. So, number five. Hugh Jackman when he hosted Ross. Uh, You're just saying that because oh, yeah. of the Cardona bullshit, but oh, hey, ah, it worked. It worked. That was great. You love and, Mark yeah. Cardona. We and get it, it. And it fit the movie he was promoting too, Real Steel. He was the coach of the underdog. So it was. Wasn't that like oh. the Rock and Sock and Robots movie? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> a bad movie. It was a bad movie, but it worked oh, for that episode of Raw. And he, he did a good job. It seemed like he actually respected the business. Quick aside to that. Sorry, Joe. Quick aside, because it applies. Um, Real Steel was 
I don't know if it was a Disney property or we just had a nice relationship with a local movie theater. We somehow ended up with like a thousand mini real steel movie posters and we would give them to kids like over two years after that. <laughs> <laughs> they'd play their game and like we'd have, you know, like the latest Disney Channel thing and all the runners up would get, you're going to real steal mini poster, kid. Was well, that a Disney movie or like a DreamWorks movie? That's what something? I'm saying. I don't, I don't I know it was, if it was. I think it was 20th Century Fox. I don't yeah. Know. But we had a good relationship with a movie theater that were like, you want posters? Here you go. And we, we gave those out for like two and a half years. That's funny. Uh, Sorry, uh, go ahead, Jeff. No, that's fine. My number four was on a SmackDown in 1999 when Vince McMahon crowned him the box office champion of the world, Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he uh, started a fight with uh, Triple H on SmackDown. When it, it was the first year SmackDown was on. So having Arnold mm-hmm. at like towards the end of his peak, but not exactly, uh, not the governor yet, showing up on UPN. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. WWF SmackDown. That was a that was a big deal. Number three was from WrestleMania Five. Morton Downey Jr. Oh mm-hmm. wow, good on one. Piper's yeah. Pit, uh, getting the fire sprayed with the uh, fire extinguisher. Because I remember that show as a kid because my dad used to watch it, and it seemed like he was just he was just obnoxious. So that character fit perfect with Piper returning. Was Morton Downey Jr. Jerry Springer before Jerry Springer was yes. Jerry Springer? I feel okay. Like I that, thought yeah. so. Yeah. Like at that time, what I remember, it was like you know Donahue and Geraldo. Morton Downey Jr. was like the Dollar General version of real uh, journalists, I guess. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, number two, Drew Carey at the Royal Rumble. Thanks. It was it was a memorable moment. He was only on once, and he got into the Hall of Fame for it. And number one, someone who should be in the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame, probably one of my Flo favorite Rider. raw, no, one of my favorite <laughs> raw guest hosts, Bob Nelly. Barker. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, him Barker, and, yeah. the him and Jericho, was, him yeah. and Jericho oh, were Jericho amazing with the Chris, and he just kept <laughs> and Jericho was in that serious. Uh, Moment, yeah, where like yeah, where he would talk real slow and exactly. You know. Barker just like was amazing, and Jericho in one of his books too was like, "I did everything in my power not to laugh because it, everything he was doing was gold." So no. Bob Barker, number one. So I'm gonna go next. I really, really like what Dan Lambert is doing with AEW. Um, you know, it came out he's gonna be one of the members of the team that gets his ass kicked at full gear. But I really enjoy he's very funny and he's just loud and obnoxious and he's a real fan. You know, he is the biggest belt collector, like I believe, in the United States. Like he has a huge collection. Uh, he was on um, the the Treasures show when uh, they had the US belt. I think that's yeah, or the it was TV one with Conrad. No, uh, I don't know. It was one of them, but okay. he was on that show. That was his belt collection that Conrad went to. Uh, number four, when I was a kid, and the movie No Holds Barred came out, uh, Zeus, nice. Tiny Lister. I mean, that's yeah. cool. That's at awesome. the time, that that's great. At the time, like that is that was just such a cool thing, and that was for I believe SummerSlam '86, maybe '87. Okay, and uh, I thought that was a cool tie-in. Um, number three, Floyd Mayweather for the match with the oh, Big Show at one. WrestleMania. Good one. You know, yeah. and he Big Show was like 
all like, dude, you got to hit me. You got to make it look real. And I think he broke Big Show's jaw with the uh, with the brass, brass knuckles. Yep. So, uh, number two, he gave us all such a treat, such a yearly event that can only be known as Summerfest. <laughs> Jeremy Piven was a guest host. It was supposed to be SummerSlam. He said Summerfest. And now uh, jokes for everybody, for all of us. Yeah. And number one is going to surprise a lot of people. I really enjoyed what this woman did uh, because nobody thought it was going to happen. And no one thought she could perform the way she did. Snooki at WrestleMania 27. Oh my. John oh my. Morrison and Trish Stratus oh. and Snooki against Ziggler and Lay Cool. And Snooki was a gymnast and a cheerleader, and she used that in the ring. So, Brian, were you at that one, Brian? Was that the Arizona one? No. Mm-mm. I feel like that was maybe the Orlando one. Okay. I was not there. Yeah. So, number one for me was Snooki at WrestleMania 27. Wow. Kevin. Yes. Uh, Number five, Snooki. No, I'm just kidding. Um, number, <laughs> yeah. I, I went. MJF. Little, mine's a little mix of, of uh, uh, appearances plus uh, some famous people in matches. So kind of like a little bit of both your guys. Uh, number five, Raw host on November 1st, 11 years ago, Pee Wee Herman. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> just. just ah! A lot of the 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 uh, you know backstage stuff, just funny shenanigans, uh, and it doesn't hurt that I did love Pee Wee Herman growing up. Big Top Pee Wee, Big Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the new one they came out. All of them are so good. Number four. Before you go on, did you guys no. see the video uh, from the Jericho Cruise? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it has to have a pull thing. It does. Does Does it, it talk? Does it still work? Not well. Uh, If you're just listening to this, Joe just pulled a Pee Wee Herman doll off of his shelf. Um, Did you guys see from the Jericho Cruise, uh, Dan Housen and Will Ospreay saved Orange Cassidy and Jericho from uh, a bunch of people. And, you know, Brian loves Dan Housen, who just got hurt. So go buy one of his shirts to help get him back on the bed. They did – he said that – it wouldn't be the Chris Jericho Cruz or Chris Judas, as Dan Housen refers to Jericho, without everybody doing a shot of tequila. And everybody did a shot of tequila, and then he did the Pee Wee Herman dance to tequila. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty fun. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Kevin. <laughs> yes. So number five, Pee Wee. Number four, Joe, you're number one. I, lo- I love Bob Barker, uh, uh, guest host. And and I said it before, I think the funniest thing was Jericho just out there without a shirt on and, and with the tag. And it was just so funny seeing those two just, just <laughs> banter back and forth. Uh, number three, he was on he was on multiple, multiple weeks. But I'd probably say, you know, the best celebrity in ring performance we've ever seen. The lead up was was good. The performance itself is what sealed the deal for me with Bad Bunny. Uh, oh, just, yeah. Just with good a lot times. of the the stuff leading up to it. And, and he just to make himself look good, he propelled, you know, Damien priest as well. Uh, Cause Damien priest is, is freaking badass right now. Now he number is two, number two at the time. I thought it was cool. Then I didn't realize he ditched some 
Bulls uh, uh, team uh, stuff. Rodman just this the appearance with the NWO. Oh yeah, was, good. I thought one. it was pretty sweet, unexpected. I just thought it was it was, was it, it was very was cool. It, was it too sweet? Too whoop whoop too sweet. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, and then and then number one, I don't know if it's going to be on Brian's. It has not been on yours. Uh, both of your guys's Mike Tyson DX. Oh yeah, got involved with with that whole thing. It was it was huge, right? Big the baddest man in the, in, in the planet and then showing up on, you know, in WWE land and then siding with DX. And then of course it messed mania, you know, flip the switch a little bit, but yeah, that's my top five. five and top. Brian. All right. So I'll change my number five. I had Piven for the reasons you said, Jay. <laughs> Piven with Ken Jong. Yeah. With Ken, Ken Jong. I, I found the YouTube clip and I, I wrote down the text. He goes, uh, I think he's talking to the Miz and Cena's with him. And it goes, uh, you know, you're going to be banned from Summerfest. And Cena tries to correct him. He goes, so you're saying he'll be banned from SummerSlam. Is that what you're saying? And Piven goes, yeah, SummerSlam. And then he goes, and Summerfest, whatever that is. <laughs> so, so he, he continued to, to mess it up because he's does Why not? Um, but so I'll change that. Uh, my number five, um, it was triggered when you said Pee Wee Herman. How about the Muppets hosting Ron? Oh. <laughs> and oh, specifically, remember Beaker, Beaker. with Seamus in that backstage? Oh, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seamus, like, hey, for your family, because they both had the spiky right there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. See the reunion. How's Uncle Larry or whatever? So okay, so I'll give that as the number five. Muppets was a fun one, yeah. Taking place of pivot. <laughs> um, my number four. I'm so glad um no one said this. K Fed, Kevin Federline. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember this? It. So he was the ex-husband of Britney Spears, for those who you don't know, and he started showing up on Raw in 2006 to promote his debut album, uh Johnny oh, Nitro. Oh, <laughs> play with fire was the album uh album title um i think limp biscuit was going to use that for their new one but it was already taken uh but um they were brought up by johnny nitro and melina john morrison of course and then cena got involved and they ended up having k-fed challenge cena to a match for the new year's episode of raw and uh, Cena actually got pinned by yeah. k He was like the perfect heel because people hated him in real life because yeah. they all thought he like mistreated Britney and he was a freeloader and everything, which he probably was. And he was so good in his role. So I, I always remembered how That's good perfect. k was. I've um, heard, you know, people talk about him like that because the perception is he's yeah. a scumbag. Yeah. I've heard other people say he's a legit good dude. Like, yeah. He was on some TV shows and, you know, guest spots and he, after they would go and he'd be buying rounds and just, you know, having a good time, like a legit good dude. So it just yeah. goes to show public perception, not necessarily the truth all the time. It's crazy. Uh, my number three was on your list, Kevin. Yeah. Bad Bunny, Bad mm. Bunny at WrestleMania. I mean, when he did the, the Canadian destroyer <laughs> on the outside of the ring, it's like, what is going on? So, you know, every, every, um, Every interview you heard with him off WWE television was like, this was the best moment of my life. I love the business. You heard the other wrestlers talk about how he was at the performance center and putting in the work and, and hearing that, I think, just brings it that much more of a notch up for me. Uh, my number two is Pete Rose. 
Pete no. Rose from Mania 14, nice. 15, and 2000. Yeah. I always that to Jason was going to mention. It became a yearly thing. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, it was With Kane, right? With Kane. Yep. He would go and attack Kane and kind of to put a bow on it all. Uh, when I was researching for this was remember the hilarious line when Kane and Daniel Bryan were in anger management. And they asked, uh, Dr. Shelby asked Kane what his problem was. And Kane said, for reasons never quite explained, un- <laughs> sorry, for, for reasons never quite explained, I have an unhealthy obsession with torturing Pete Rose. <laughs> and I remember funny. laughing my head off because those are so funny moments. Um, my number one's your number one, Kevin, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, I mean, if you weren't around back in the eighties and you were too young for like the peak of Mike Tyson as a boxer, there was no one bigger. There's no one more captivating. And then, you know, you throw in Mike Tyson's punch out. I mean, I was just, Tyson was the man. And of course everything happened and him and stone cold, the brawl on raw, everything that happened in mania 14 changed the business. It changed the, the Monday night wars to WWE WWF at the time's favor. And the rest is history. Mike Tyson is my number one. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP5count. And that's about it. We are almost out of time. But before we get to the hey guys, real, pit- real quick, real, yeah, before we get to all that, I told you I'm going to be scouring Twitter uh, during the show for the latest on the releases. And a very interesting uh note has come across twitter um this is the new york post and and this is uh, again from them uh the line says in the story a source with knowledge of wwe's operations told the post that one of the reasons nia Jax, a former raw champion was released is that she is unvaccinated Mm. oh okay so maybe some of these talents weren't vaccinated so and i saw that link there's a a gentleman i follow um andrew zarian he's the host of the matt men podcast and he does a lot of the breaking news that i i see on as far as like scheduling and things like that and he put on there he goes spoke to a source regarding the roster cuts it's believed that possibly four individuals were released due to not being vaccinated so that's another One, layer to the story friends i wonder if this is a case where they said they were vaccinated or maybe they just weren't i don't know you know, they just don't believe in it so we'll keep tabs on yep. that make sure to follow us on social media at that wrestle pod uh over the weekend to keep up with the um the releases and more stories behind that but we did have an nfl picks video uh this past weekend uh brian why don't you uh break down what happened um, because again brett was not the picture on the youtube video so, <laughs> I, I can you just give him the even if he doesn't he can get them all wrong now I, it's so I, in favoritism that your daughter is the goddamn picture i won't lie to you when i when i get that up on the youtube i'm firing it off i'm not choosing the thumbnail so it's just the youtube algorithm that's picking oh choose a thumbnail honor oh, all right get we'll read a thumbnail okay, we'll work on next that week it's gonna be brian <laughs> yeah, be brian and harper going me, me with my Steelers Halloween mask on. Um, no, I put that away for this oh. year. 
Uh, yeah, this past week we we got down and dirty, or or stinky, as some would say. As <laughs> we we got the origins of the stinky brown butts, thanks to Brett, as we had oh. the uh, the Browns and the Steelers as one of the matchups, and uh, that's where uh, Harper had to chime in with. Uh, of course, uh, Kevin had asked Brett, you know, why do we call it the Browns? And Brett says, eh, sounds like a fart. And Harper had to chime in. We call it a tootie. <laughs> so we, we had a good laugh over that. Um, but the kids, they tied. It was a good, good week. They went two and one, two of the matches. They had different opponents. Um, Harper won with Steelers over Browns. Brett won with Cowboys over Vikings, which I got to say, Cowboys had a backup quarterback in too. So that was uh, like, oh, okay, even a better pick. And then they both had Kansas City uh, over the Giants on Monday night, which was close, uh, but they both all won. All the games were close. All the games, yeah. all season had been close. Yeah, yeah. So coin, coin flips all around. Both went two and one, so that brings the standings. Brett is still one game up. He's at 11 and 10. Harper right behind at 10 and 11. What week is this? I uh, Nine? Whoa. Okay. The Lions are 0 and 8. So, yes, this is week. <laughs> yes, thank you, that's Joe. The, thank you. That's how we do it every week. I yeah, ask that's the right. week it is. Joe's like, well, they're 0 and 7. Well, the, well, the Lions are in a bye week this week. Yeah, so Lions can't go. Lions Let's factor in the nine. bye week this time. One, but I did. week 10. But uh, uh, okay. my, my buddy Beef sent me a, a funny meme about the Lions. He was like, Watch your watch your candy, kids. You might not know it. Kind of shit inside of it. It's like a oh, Snicker I, bar cut in half, and you kind of see a lion's football lion's ticket. Ticket. Yeah, lion's lion's ticket. tickets that were inside the candy. <laughs> so you can check out the, uh, all the videos from this season on our social medias at that wrestle pod and our YouTube channel. Just search that wrestling podcast. So another week's in the books, and uh, we will talk to you next week on that wrestling podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That WrestlePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it!